Hello, and welcome to the Two Peers Podcast. I'm your host, Erica Doremo, and this is season four. So today, we actually have a solo episode. It's just me, no guests. We are just going to be going through some of the changes that we are kind of undergoing over here at Two Peers and give folks an update. So this is kind of a mini episode and a little bit of a rundown of what to expect in the coming weeks, months, hopefully years with two peers. So glad to have you joining us for this episode. So it is September and this is in some ways my favorite time of year. I absolutely love September and October growing up in the Northeast with all of the trees there was something about this time of year that I I really just love. Maybe it's because I'm an introvert and the autumn and the fall seasons mean that we have more quiet time in theory, I guess. We have lots of like sensory input from all the leaves changing and the maples turning and just like, it's almost like fireworks, but in nature. And I've always loved this season. And I kind of look forward to sort of cozying up for winter and nesting a bit, uh, especially here in the Northeast where where we now live again. I know it's a little different uh, when we were in Texas and in Houston. Winter is kind of when you come out from the air conditioning um, and things become a little bit easier to, you know, a little easier to breathe, a little easier to get you know, brunch on a, on a porch somewhere and actually enjoy the sunshine. I think the summer months in places like Houston, Florida, a lot of the country right now, the summer months are just so brutally hot that it's almost like living on the moon, just kind of rush from the car to the air conditioning in the office and then back to the car and then rush to the house. And even then you're like drenched, drenched in sweat. So So, you know, I know that it's a bit of a reverse, um, but up here in Maine, where we currently are, currently somehow waiting to hear news about an upcoming hurricane. So Hurricane Lee has somehow found us up in the Northeast um, and is apparently headed our way. (laughs) Moving didn't didn't excuse us from the hurricane seasons, apparently. Um, but up here, things in theory will be sort of slowing down. Um, and I'm I'm really looking forward to that. I think that, you know, this, I felt this way in Alaska too, where the summer is just so sort of short and brief and intense during those months of, you know, increased sunlight, increased daylight hours. But also when your winters are so long, it's just like everyone feels the need to make the most of every moment and be outside and get things done. And this was a pretty rainy summer for us. So maybe less outside time, but it still just has that sort of amped up feeling. That being said, I feel like not just me, but a lot of people around me, a lot of my clients, a lot of the folks I speak to are just sort of teetering on the brink of burnout, if not actually in burnout. So anyone who has kids is sort of still reeling, still getting into the swing of things with all of the, um, stuff that comes along with the school year starting back up, all the sports practices, all the band practices, everything like that. We don't have kids, but 
so many of the folks in our community and around us and our friends and network do. And so kind of has that more energized feeling. And, you know, I guess it's harvest season too. So historically as humans, this is, this is a busy period. Um, and we're just sort of on the brink of being able to slow down, but I feel like it's, it's just the eternal way of humaning in modern day where we feel like rest is just around the corner. And we're going to relax in just a couple of weeks once we can clear our plates. I, I don't know if anyone else is like that, but I feel like that's my eternal state of being. So now, you know, I am really trying to focus on how do I create space? That was sort of one of the themes from last month. And this month, our September theme is really around like getting your voice heard, setting boundaries. And so finding ways that I can use boundaries, even with myself, boundaries with myself to create that space and just a bit of breathing room, especially because for me as an individual, I've been battling some sort of, it started out as a flu, but it's turned into weeks of just an upper respiratory thing that's been really sapping my energy and making it a bit unpredictable to know what my capacity is going to be from any from, you know, day to day. So trying to create some, some space and headroom for that to exist as well. And all of this humanness that goes along with it. So, so really this episode here is to just give a little bit of like a peek behind the curtain about what's going on at two peers, um, a little bit about myself tied in there, this little recap here and, um, and give some line of sight to what's coming up in the future. So I want to I want to give a huge shout out to our advisory board. We have an advisory board of four fantastic humans. We've got Latoya Stallworth, Susie Black, Jean Valentin, and, and Jason Gray. And you've heard from most of those advisory board members on the podcast already. We have an episode that will be coming up with Susie as well. So um, she'll also have a podcast episode. And they have been absolutely instrumental in helping to ensure that I've got my blinders off, that I'm getting different perspectives. They give great pushback when I'm sort of either being a bit hard on, you know, myself and two peers um, and and some of our efforts or just not really – you know, taking into account a full picture that I might just not have the lived experience to account for. And so they've been really good to make sure that we are keeping the mission in mind and that we're thinking outside the box. And I'm hugely grateful to them. So pretty much everything that we're going to describe today, you know, they've really been a part of helping me to come to these realizations around where we need to go and what we need to do. So yeah, big thank you to them. And I really value them so much. And I think that, you know, this can be quite isolating work sometimes. I definitely have folks that we work with continuously that, you know, I consider the team. But fundamentally, you know, there's a lot of hats to wear and it can be, it can start to feel a little bit lonely sometimes. And so having the board of advisors there to check in with me to make sure that we're staying on track and to provide that bit of community and, and fellowship is really, really valuable. And I really appreciate it. So I guess 
to start with, I'm I'm going to describe a little bit of the change in strategy that we are looking at. Um, and that sort of informs, well, which makes sense, it informs all of the other changes that are ahead. So in terms of strategy, I really took a step back, maybe even a year ago, and thanks to some of our summer interns who helped me conceptualize this, it became clear that I needed to be making some of our content and our offerings and our events more broadly accessible. So not necessarily having an organization be a gatekeeper for us to be able to access other other people. So right now, most of our workshops are, you know, we'll go to a company and do workshops and, and anyone at that company can attend or maybe, you know, any partner companies can attend. If we're doing a workshop at a community space like Sesh Coworking, which we did in Houston, then anyone in that community can attend. But really, we're reaching folks through that organization. And so we have so many great topics, great workshop materials, great programming that could be really beneficial to folks who maybe aren't in an organization that is hosting events or who have active BRGs, business resource groups, or employee resource groups. And so thinking through how we do that and how we make that more accessible, going forward, we will have programming that's available, open enrollment. We haven't done this in a while, so it's always a bit daunting to put stuff out there on the internet and hope that folks show up um, and that you have an engaging session and that they see the value in it and that they get the value for their time. You know, our time is very precious. So we are making resources available through some of these online live hosted webinars, seminars, intensives, lots of different names, and those will be interactive and hosted live. We have one of them coming up in October called Reclaim the Floor, and that is focused on getting your voice heard and handling interrupters. And we've had some great response to that. So it'll be that is actually filling up quite quickly, and I'm really excited about it. But there's still some room, so definitely make sure to check that out if you want to. And then we'll also have some paid programming that's a bit more like a course and is delivered over you know, a longer wavelength. So maybe over six weeks and it will have modules that are hosted on a platform, you know, like a learning platform, a learning delivery platform, which we've already picked out. We're already starting to get that all set up and, and sorted. And that will be, you know, a mixture of synchronous and asynchronous learning. So folks can kind of go through that at their own pace to some extent They can download the workbooks, they can watch the modules on their own time, and then we'll have interactive elements that are available where people can interface with me, they can interface with our other coaches, and they can get the value of the community out of that. So we're really looking forward to offering that in 2024 on some, you know, deeper dive elements. And the first one that we'll be offering is sort of like our best hit, our top hits, you know, like our favorites from our workshops kind of packaged into one overarching course that tackles stuff like difficult conversations and self-advocacy and really all the things that make navigating the workplace in today's day and age a bit easier. Um, And as usual, this content is stuff that is applicable to everyone, but disproportionately impacts 
those of us who are underrepresented in the workplace. So we've got that coming up in the next couple of months and, you know, and in the next couple of weeks for some of this programming. And in order to do that, we really just had to take a step back and look at some of our systems and processes. So I do want to give a shout out to Jan Ditchfield. So her programming was actually what she had an online offer accelerator program that she offered. And that helped me understand what was needed in order to have a successful program where people got value out of it, built that community and just how to how to set up an online course, which is something I hadn't done before. So in that, it it made us take a step backwards and kind of look at, well, how are we reaching people if not through other companies and entities, you know, is it just through social media? Are we just beholden to the algorithm? I don't particularly like interfacing with social media, especially as someone who is ADHD. I just, that can be like a huge potential time vacuum. And so um, what's the best way that we can do that? And that's how the digest kind of came about in a way that we can consistently reach folks and let them know when we've got these new offerings, when we've got free resources out there and ensuring that we're giving value alongside that. So, so that's how the, the digest digest came about. And in doing that, we realized that probably need to switch email platforms as well. So all of this sort of came tied together and um, the email platform will be changing soon. So you'll see a new look and feel to our our materials and our content as it shifts into a platform called Flowdesk, which is a bit more streamlined and maybe not so many bells and whistles as MailChimp. But for us, it seems to be a good fit. So some folks will have already started to see emails come out through that platform, and they'll probably be noticing a different look and feel to them. Um, and I'm, I'm really enjoying it so far. Uh, it makes it much easier for us to, to get content out. And the user interface is a lot easier as well. So with the email platform and with the learning platforms and all of these sort of systems changing, we took a step back and realized that we had a lot of interfaces, a lot of integrations. I dusted off my Zapier account and realized that it was all a bit overwhelming. And so with all of these different platforms, it felt like it was becoming a bit unwieldy. So we are also in the process of moving over into a platform called Dubsado, which is sort of end to end. It will include everything. And this is not something that most folks who deal with us will probably even be conscious of, but the, the experience for our clients should be much more seamless from the point of like inquiry when they reach out to us all the way through to getting the proposal, like a proposal from us to being able to pay their invoice, access their documents, their materials, everything kind of all in one place, book meetings with us, everything's in one place. So that I think should streamline everything for us. And that puts me right back in my element of kind of processes and and the engineer comes out a little bit. But we did have the support of Angela Ellison and her company Simply Growing Joy. So they helped us to document all of our work streams and workflows and um, to get that all sort of prepped and ready for us to migrate into a new platform. So that's happening in the background. Lots of moving parts right now, lots of stuff going on. But again, the evolution of an entity where the growth is great. And I'm so excited about 
uh, the way that two peers has been growing. And it means that we've had to sort of reevaluate whether things are working and they might've worked in the earlier stages when you can have a lot of manumatic stuff and a lot of manual emails and whatnot, but now things need to be streamlined. So, so that's what we're working through. And then as far as the, the look and feel, I don't, I'm not sure if this is going to resonate with our audience at all, but this is sort of an Apple products production over here. So we, well, I use a MacBook and I use almost all Apple products, despite having used mostly PCs in the professional realm through much of my corporate career. It is possible to switch, but I've always had a MacBook as my personal and then always had a MacBook for um, two peers when I started. But it means that the native software is Keynote and I have struggled with Keynote a lot. And so that prompted me to go do some LinkedIn learning and figure out better ways to use Keynote, especially if I'm going to be hosting lots of remote workshops, online courses, if we are revamping, you know, our proposals and all of our templates and stuff, I wanted to be able to have a cleaner and more effective presentation kind of setup. And so went on LinkedIn learning and decided I was going to teach myself all the, the ups and downs and ins and outs of keynote, which is pretty complex actually and found Nick Day Creative Designs. So she hosts a LinkedIn learning course specifically on Keynote, but actually her background and everything she focuses on is brand design, color theory, and sort of all things branding. And so I ended up reaching out to her and we have been working through sort of a revamp of the two peers brand. It'll still have our same, you know, colors and logo and, and the primary things are not changing because those are tied to some of our core values. Like there's a interesting story behind literally every element of our two peers brand, but it will be expanding. So we'll have an expanded color palette. We'll have expanded graphics and presentation materials. And I'm super excited about that. But the really valuable piece of it was sort of going from the the very base of our of our mission and our values, and then working through how it is that we present ourselves and how it is that we want to be seen by the people we're hoping to reach and the communities that we want to impact in a positive way. And so the work that we did with her was just absolutely incredible, really, really impactful. I can't speak highly enough about her. So highly recommend Nikte Creative Designs if you are also looking to explore how your brand shows up in the world. And then that kind of brings us to another revelation, which is about our audience and who it is that we are trying to reach. I'm not going to lie, when I started Two Peers and when I started this podcast, I really thought that our listeners and our following would be mostly women like me, folks who either struggle to find a place in the corporate world or, you know, like women in steel toe boots, those of us who had plenty of pairs of ill-fitting coveralls, just people who had lots of talents and skills to offer, but just didn't feel like they fit in in their work environment. But I've had a chance to look into, you know, our listenership metrics in a lot more detail through each of the various platforms that our podcast shows up on. And 
and I've had access to some of our other kind of audience data over the past couple of months. And what's become apparent to me is that while those folks certainly do make up a portion of our audience, at least half of our listeners, possibly more, are men. And I love that because we absolutely need everyone involved in the effort to create representative workforces. And the more I'm hearing from some of my male clients, the more I'm understanding that, you know, everything that we talk about really is applicable across a broad broad spectrum. And that was something that was at the core of our workshop development. I've always said that the stuff that we talk about, the topics that we present on are broadly applicable to everyone. Things like managing difficult conversations, self-advocacy, handling conflict, like all of these things applicable to everyone and generally disproportionately impactful for underrepresented groups. So I'm really glad to hear that our offerings, our podcast, and our articles seem to resonate regardless of gender. So that's great. It also seems like we've got quite a variety of age demographics listening all the way from kind of early entry career through to retirement. So I love that too. And quite a bit of geographic diversity and um, industry diversity. So really, really pleased to know that this is resonating across a broader spectrum. And I guess the, the invite is always out there that if you have feedback about what you would like to hear, if you just want to reach out and say like that you're listening and tell me a little bit about yourself, you know, we would love to hear from you because it's always a bit like standing on a stage with the with the spotlight in your eye. You can't see who's in the audience necessarily. So you have a broad idea, you imagine who it is. But I'm genuinely surprised sometimes when I hear from folks that, you know, they've been listening to the latest episode of the podcast and they they loved X, Y, and Z points, or they really enjoyed a certain guest that we had on. And and they might not be somebody that I assumed listened to the podcast. So it's been a continual learning exercise for me. And I do want to make sure that we we are tailoring our offering to be most impactful for the folks who are looking to make a difference. So I've, I've kind of said that our target audience is the trailblazers and the change makers. And I know that they come in every shape and size from every background. And so it's really the the commonality there is people who want to make change, people who are in a who are striving to be in a position where they can make change. And we're there to help remove the barriers and be the cheerleader in the corner and give them the tools, you know, the oxygen pack, as we say, to go help terraform Mars or whatever it is to, to create the environment that we need so that we can all breathe. So yeah, that invite is out there. If you ever have feedback for us, please get in touch. We love meeting new people. We love hearing about what, you know, our audience and our clients are doing out in the world and making the connections and helping to, helping to kind of cheer you on. So, and on that, that kind of is the overarching update for two peers and what to expect from us going forward. So a lot more material will be uh, delivered online, hopefully accessible across time zones, across 
work platforms you'll be able to access across whatever time works for you. So we're really trying to make that asynchronous learning work out for folks. And and we'll have a variety of kind of cost points. So anything from totally free, just show up, nothing, nothing needed from your part, no investment needed besides time, which is precious, all the way through to kind of deep diving and really investing over a period of time and getting that kind of one-on-one support along with a lot of academic resources and coursework and, and workbooks and whatnot. So yeah, that's that's where we're at. And I'm looking forward to our next podcast episode, which we have two super incredible guests. I'm not going to um, spill the beans too soon, but we have recorded a really great podcast episode looking at the future of diversity, equity, and inclusion. We've had a lot of questions about, you know, now that the Supreme Court ruling has come down on affirmative action, what does that mean for DEI? And is DEI over? And we discuss that in the episode and kind of look at the future of DEI and where we're at and where it's going and some best practices. And I really love the framework that both of our guests bring and the incredible insights that they bring. So definitely tune in for the next episode. And in the meantime, like I said, reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. You can find all of our most recent offerings on twopeersconsulting.com under our event section. And you can keep up with us via the digest or on social media. So we are posting some more updates about upcoming events and content and newsletters and whatnot. But really, the best way to know what's going on with Two Peers is probably to sign up for our digest. And you can, you can subscribe on our website. Until then, we'll see you next episode.